What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Metal Meets the Militia. Last week we did a live episode, so which isn't on SoundCloud, but will um, be. And we are happy to have a special guest here. We got former fight bassist and tattoo artist JJ Brown on the show. So, how you doing, JJ? Doing real good, you know, just hanging out here at the shop freezing. <laughs> so, three Ohio guys. So, this should be a good one. Really looking forward to this. So, we'll uh, we'll start out with the, the origin of fight. So, we know that um, Halford was kicked out of Judas Priest. and well, he, uh, he, he quit. He, oh, he quit? Okay. Yeah, he wasn't kicked out. All right. My fault. I was... Uh, I was using that rock star fucking. Okay, so uh, so should I, sh- should I jump in now? Yeah. Yes, sir. Go there ahead. Go. Okay. So, so when I met Rob, I was out in Phoenix with uh, my band Cyanide, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, I was working at a shop out there, and Rob was living in Phoenix, and and uh, he was getting all of his work at the shop I worked at. And he seen my work. He liked my work. And so I started doing a bunch of his tattoos. Well, we became friends. <laughs> and uh, and he would come and check out check out my band. And he was actually helping me put like a promo thing together for uh, record companies. Yeah. When when he was like, hey, you know, I want to do like this side project aside from Judas Priest while we're on break and I would like you and Brian to be in it. Cause Brian was in cyanide with me and Rob had no, uh, no intention of leaving priest at that time, but they kind of got butt hurt and, uh, words were said and that's why he left priest. Okay. All so, right. So you, you actually tattooed Rob Halford. Yeah, I've, I've done uh, quite a few of his tattoos, actually. Holy shit! Which do you do you know which ones? Uh, I did that the alien one holding him in the air by the head on his uh, on one of his calves, and then I did the predator on his other calf, and then a bunch of random stuff. Holy shit! That's fucking incredible. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. So, um. I guess when when did uh, when did the side project get serious? Like when did you guys figure out that you were going to start recording things and uh, maybe doing tours? Was that after the uh, the Judas Priest thing? Well, I mean, we we started we started like working on stuff right away. Okay. You know, we were we were actually Rob had a bunch of ideas that he recorded at his house, and. Th- you know, we went straight into the studio in Phoenix, uh, like polishing them up and just working on stuff. Meanwhile, all that craziness was going on with yeah. the priest fellas. Okay. Yeah. So, um, what about your other bandmates in Sinai? Were they supportive? I, I mean, what, what 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 can you do? I mean, it ain't like we can say. Oh no, we don't want to go join a band with Rob Helford, you know. It's right, yeah. Yeah. Uh so 
I think my old singer, he's still out in Phoenix, but I think the rest of the guys came back to Ohio because we were all from Ohio. But yeah. we all we all moved out there to Phoenix because we heard the music scene was good out there. Yeah. Right on. Wow. So, yeah, I didn't know if there was any auditions or how how the fight thing really happened. Because um, no. the, only, the only one on board from Priest was Scott. Yeah. Is because he played drums. Yeah, no, no, there was no auditions like like Rob knew right away that he wanted me and Brian to be in it. And then, then like right after that is when we went over and met Russ. Uh, he was living with Paul Gilbert at the time out in L.A. Oh, OK. So and uh, for the listeners, uh, Russ Parrish, who played guitar and fight, he's um, Satchel and Steel Panther. Very, very talented guitar player. The guy, he's, uh, he's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, he's insane. Um, Steel Panther is great. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're, they're fucking great. so yeah. They just let us do, uh, you know, with the with the Beastie Boys tribute thing. I do. We just did a couple shows with them up here. We we did Detroit and we did Grand Rapids with them. Oh really? That's badass. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, that's cool that you guys are still friends and everything. So oh yeah, and all those guys are nice because uh, there's a friend of mine that I think he lives in Dayton. And he he goes and sees um, he'll go see Steel, Pan- Steel Panther every time they come around here, whether it's Cincinnati or Columbus or even Indianapolis or whatever. And he's hung out with the guys on the tour bus and shit. And they're all they're all really nice guys to him. So yeah, yeah, all those guys are are super cool, super nice guys. Yeah, and that's good. That's what you we need. They're not. They have that. Uh, the Motley Crue, uh, Van Halen type sound, but they don't have that ego. So yes. that's that's always good. Yes, it is. <laughs> but so. but speaking of which, now see, now I, I hung out with the bass player for Van Halen one night, and uh, he was cool. I mean, he got me way too drunk. I ended up passed out in my car out out in the, <laughs> out, in the out in the parking lot. You talking about Michael Anthony? Yeah, I, I couldn't even drive home. He got me so so fucked up. It was horrible. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, that's a good story to have. So. Oh, barely. Like, I barely remember it. I remember <laughs> sl- sleeping in my car and, like, puking everywhere. It was... Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I will never drink with that man again. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I don't... I mean, most of those guys, I think, are sober now. But, I mean, when you go... 30 plus years of drinking every day. So, I mean, eventually got to call it quits. So, yes, yes, we do. So, <laughs> um, so how did you get into uh, playing bass? Was that just something like you wanted to do or? Um, no, I started guitar? out. On, yeah, I started out on guitar, but okay. uh, we, we needed a bass player in, in the band that I was jamming with. So, and, uh, you know, I could jump around and be crazier playing bass because I was, you know, a little bit easier to do. Right, yeah. Do you, do you have any, like, who are your influences on bass or or even guitar, I guess? I mean, either one. Uh, like, like bass, it would have to be like Gene Simmons. Yeah. Was, uh, that was my first concert back when I was, uh, I think, like, on my, my eighth birthday, maybe? My my aunt took me to see uh, Kiss at the sports arena here in Toledo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
changed my life. <laughs> That's awesome. See, my my first concert, I was I was fifteen, and it was a uh, it was Judas Priest and Anthrax. Oh, nice! Killer. It was it was in Cincinnati. It was the Angel Retribution tour. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's a good lineup. <laughs> oh, it was great because it was it was the uh, it was because Retribution uh, Priest. That was the first album Priest did when they reunited with Halford, and then uh, Anthrax at the time had the uh, Among the Living lineup. So, yeah, that, that oh, was yeah. a killer fucking tour. Yeah, that's 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 my favorite Anthrax album, Among the Living. That one, uh, Worship Music, is really good, and For All Kings is really good. So, they've been they've been putting out some killer music. Out of the big four, I think they've been putting out the best stuff. Late here, lately. Here lately, yeah. yeah. So, and that's not a a jab at you know Metallica, Megadeth, or Slayer. I just think Anthrax is their last two albums have been phenomenal. So. <laughs> well, it, it don't look like we're getting any more Slayer ones. Yeah, unfortunately, but um, I got to catch them on their tour. They came, they came through Columbus uh, within two years ago, I think. It was uh, Slayer, Lamb of God, and Behemoth. So that was that was a good show. Yeah, I took my nephew to that show. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, right, you're there. You're well, I, I was there. Yeah, I was there. Well, yeah, here. I don't know. I don't know how many. I've seen so many Slayer shows. It's crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of good tours coming out right now. Like a lot uh, between the the Megadeth, Lamb of God, Trivium, and In Flames tour. Um, Hogue and I will, we're going to try to go to Indianapolis for that one. Um, uh, Old Priest just announced another tour. They're going to be at and Young. Yeah. So it's going to be hard to miss that one again. Yeah. yeah, there's there's a lot of a lot of killer shows coming around this year. It's it's insane. Yeah, the last time I saw Priest was actually at that same venue in uh, Youngstown. I think that was in 2017. I was probably there with my nephew then. <laughs> We got it. We got all these shows together, man. Never bust shoulders. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My my nephew, he's a metalhead, so I I try to take him to, to any show that I can get him into. I'll take him. Yeah. Just That's just so I can hang out, you know, and 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 meet all of his metalhead that that he loves so much. Right. Saw so on your Instagram you had. Uh, Carrie King with you uh, and your nephew. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, me and Carrie have been uh, friends for many, many, many years. Like, uh, I started tattooing him back in 93, maybe. <laughs> Holy shit. And, I mean, and since then, I had designed some of their T-shirts. I designed one of their posters. I've designed all of Carrie's guitars. Dude, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? That is awesome! Holy shit! So yeah, so anytime Slayer came around, I I always took my nephew. Like that was, I believe that was his first concert when he was maybe like seven. Oh man! Dude. Wow! Yeah, crazy. Yeah, it was incredible. <laughs> so I mean. 
so besides uh, Rob and Carrie, like how how many of these artists have you actually tattooed or designed stuff for? A ballpark. Like, <laughs> uh, design stuff just 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 carrying the Slayer guys, I think that I can recall. But like tattooing, I've tattooed. Uh, a bunch of people in the music industry, you know, from George Lynch to, uh, uh, let me see, Mike Muir from Suicidal Tendencies to uh, the Pantera guys. Oh, man. Holy shit. I tattooed Dime, Rex, and Phil. I'm in the vulgar video uh, doing the back of Phil's neck, the ATR, the Attack the Radical. Yeah. Holy shit. I remember that. I've seen yeah. that. Holy, holy fuck, that was you? That was me back yeah, back in the day. Wow. That's incredible. Dude, we're going to have to come up and uh, visit your shop. Yeah, we're oh. coming to Toledo. <laughs> <laughs> we have some tattoos, but, uh, yeah. you know. <laughs> That's incredible. So, I mean, yeah. it's hard from you, for sure. Since, since we're on the topic of Pantera, um, so you guys got to play with Pantera and fight, correct? No, you guys didn't you, tour together. You guys didn't play no, together. No, uh, no. Rob did the. Uh, he did the one song with the guys. Uh, Light comes out of black, but because of uh, issues with management and label, Rob really couldn't mention that they were on it at the time. I don't know if that's been released or not, but. Uh, no, we just always hung out with them, and I mean, they'd come hang out and whatnot. Man, that's oh, still man. cool. That's, I mean, oh, yeah. Wow. Our eyeballs are just, like, so wide right now after you, uh, you drop that bomb on so, us. That's, that's fucking cool, man. I mean, what what bands did you guys get the tour? I mean, this is what I read online. So um, you guys toured with uh, Skid Row. Um, Voivod, and then I read that you guys opened for Metallica once on a festival. Yeah, that was, uh, oh man, that was like back in 94 when we were recording the second album. And uh, they were just, we were flying out the weekends to do to do that tour. It was the tour that, uh, that Alice in Chains couldn't do. With uh, it was with Metallica, Suicidal Tendencies, and Candlebox. That's a unique lineup. Yeah, it's a weird lineup, but all it right. was yeah, cool. it was it was a really weird lineup, especially because I mean it was us, then Suicidal, then Candlebox, then Metallica. Like, yeah, it was weird. That was I guess that was kind of Candlebox's heyday though. Right, uh, they were on the radio getting plays so. Hey, that, that self-titled Candlebox album is really good, though. Like, it's it's got some fucking jams on it. <laughs> yeah, my my stepmom was a big Candlebox fan. <laughs> Not so much me. Yeah. Because oh. on that tour, I think uh, Rob, uh, they uh, Metallica covered Rapid Fire, and Rob sang vocals on it. Yeah. Okay. I think so. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, I know. I know he came out and did a song with him. Uh, maybe it was Rapid Fire. I don't know. I know uh, 
I know we got up and uh, did uh, so fucking what with Metallica the last night of the show. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I got like video of that, me running around with a video camera, jumping around like an idiot. But <laughs> I mean, you know, when, when you're invited up there, you, you take it. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, it's fucking Metallica. You mean, right. They're, they're the biggest band in the world. So, wow, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, those guys are really nice, you know, when we were out with them. They were super cool. Yeah, well, everyone needs to squash the beef and fucking stop saying that Lars is a dick. So, <laughs> I really yeah. that. Yeah, you know, no, nobody's perfect. Everybody's a dick every once in a while. Yeah. You catch somebody in the on the wrong day in the wrong mood. Oh yeah, and it gets totally. blown out. So, <laughs> ask any of my coworkers. I'm I'm sure they could say I'm a dick at at, at times. <laughs> oh, well, I'm we sure were... I could say the same thing about all them too. No, just joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we love you for taking the time out to do this. So I mean, we're I'm trying so hard not to fucking fanboy over here. Oh <laughs> so. uh, no. It's cool. I appreciate, you know, the invite to come do the show with you guys. Um, So I want to talk a little bit about the first fight album, because that album, that's it's fucking phenomenal. I I, from beginning to end, I don't think there's a bad song on it. And the, the thing that really attracted me to fight, I'm a I'm a big fan of like really heavy riffs. Yeah. And whether you had a part of that, or if that was all Brian or Russ or whoever, the fucking riffs on that album are, ugh, they're oh, so man. good. The riffs on Immortal Sin, my favorite. Oh man, just I, so heavy. <laughs> well, you know, I just think that was a thing where that was just the, the chemistry of us together, you know, and then when Russ left and uh, we took on a, uh, we took on Mark. It was just a different chemistry, and uh, Brian had a little bit more to do with the writing on that one. And it was just, uh, you know, just a whole different flavor versus the first album. Yeah, and I, I like the second album. A lot of people shit on it, but if if you're a metalhead and you straight up play the song "Human Crate" and you can't headbang to it, you're you're fucking deaf. You're not you're not hearing it. <laughs> Because that, that's a badass song. There's some yeah. great songs on that album. I mean, uh, I'm Alive, uh, Legacy of Hate, uh, the title track. There's there's some good songs on that album. So Yeah, I mean, I, I like both of them, you know. It, like, for me, it was just a different style, you know, both of them. And I just think it was different people doing different things. Yeah, I think that's okay too. I, I think a lot of fans try to pigeonhole their their favorite bands into a corner. They just want them to sound like one thing, and they don't want anything else. They want them to not change the recipe. But I know that you, as artists, you you need to be able to grow and move around. What would you say to that? That's is that pretty accurate? Uh, I think you know any artist wants to make music for themselves mm-hmm. and you know i mean if people dig it well cool but i mean if not 
you know, as long as you're happy with the music you're doing, I guess for me, that's all that matters. You know, if people, if people enjoy it, cool. I mean, if not, you know, I, I make all kinds of music at home by myself. Uh, and it's for me. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're the bass player in fight and you do stuff for a beastie boys cover band. I mean, right. So that just shows that you're all over the place. You're not one dimensional. No, and and now now uh, a couple of the same members were getting ready to do an, an actual uh, a white uh, a white zombie tribute just for fun, just to do it. Oh man! Oh, that'd be cool. I love me some white. That's actually funny because uh, uh, later on we'll get into our top five albums, and and my top five is uh, actually White Zombie. So nice. <laughs> um, Devil's Music Volume One. That's that's an incredible album <laughs> from beginning to end. I can listen to that. I can listen to that thing on repeat for four days, and I would not be tired of it. That's that's a phenomenal album. I've I've been listening to it on repeat for days because I'm trying to learn all of it. So yeah, which is understandable. Yeah. Well, that be. I mean, are you guys just going to be playing up in Toledo or? Uh we don't know. We're actually just doing like one small show at like this tiny hole in a wall here in Toledo, just just to do it and just to see how it goes. But I mean, you just never know. It, we just do it for fun. Yeah. You know, same thing with like the Beastie Boys thing. We we do it for fun. You know, we love the Beastie Boys, so we. We, we do that, and then now we're doing this white zombie thing because it's also a, a fun group, you know, with, with killer music. When is that show, if, if you don't mind me asking? Do you know? Do you have it's, a date for that? It is uh, May 30th at Papa's Tavern on the east, east side of Toledo there. Okay. Papa's Tavern. Okay. Yeah. Oh. The the most smallest hole in a wall you could think of. We we got to <laughs> extend the stage to play there. Oh man! Oh wow! <laughs> well, I'm not gonna lie. Um, if we can fit it in our schedule, me and Pogue will try to get up there. Right on. Yeah, yeah it's only guys. a couple hours. I mean, so I'm I'm gonna be in Cleveland here in a little over a week. Um, because the uh, the Kill Switch Engage tour starts up in Cleveland. <laughs> So I'll be up oh, there. Awesome. I'm a huge, huge Kill Switch Engage fan. And they got um, Howard's band, Light the Torch, um, on tour with them. So it'll be cool to see both singers on stage at once. You know? Oh, awesome. Yeah, they're going to That's super now. cool. It's going to be fucking great. And I really I really don't want to go to Cleveland because I'm a diehard Cincinnati fan. So, <laughs> but are, are you closer to Cincinnati then? Uh, yeah, because uh, from here, Cleveland is about a three-hour drive, and Cincinnati's about an hour and 20, hour and a half. Yeah. Okay. So, See, yeah. you said you said Springfield. I thought you were, like, right here in my backyard, like, right next to Toledo, there's a Springfield. Oh, really? Uh-oh. So I'm like, I'm like, well, I mean, you must be right down the street, but <laughs> obviously you're you're in southern Ohio then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're okay. down here right Dayton, pretty close. Okay. To <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that'll be a great tour, man. For sure. Yeah, there's there's a lot of lot of shows coming. 
So, um, the fight tours. So, there's a video on YouTube, and I, I believe it was, it was on Skid Row's self-titled album, like as a as a B track, where they delivering the goods. Delivering the goods. Was was that fight? Uh, no, that was actually I believe Skid Row and Pantera tour. Really. That was in Phoenix, and Rob got up and sang Delivering the Goods. And actually, in the beginning of that, you can hear Basco, it's all right, leave me alone. And that was me in the front. Uh, I was right in front of the stage with a camera videotaping it. <laughs> really? And security was trying to kick me out. And I'm like, dude, like, what? Fucking leave me alone. <laughs> Man. Wow. But yeah, when we were out on tour with Fight, like any time that we played the Newark, New York area, Sebastian would always come down and sing with us. Always. Really? Like, like he came and sang with us at the Limelight in New York when his wife was in labor at the hospital. <laughs> and, oh, wow. and he went straight from the stage to the hospital <laughs> where his wife was finishing delivering his baby, which he named after Helford, that, that kid. Right. Holy shit, really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Do, do you remember what songs he sang with you? Was it was it Skid Row songs or Fight or what was it? Oh, no. It was it was uh it was Priest tunes. Oh, okay. Cuz um you guys did a the one the mutations um the live stuff and remixes and shit. You guys did Free Will Burning. Um, yeah, we we did uh we did a, a couple pre songs here and there on tour, and then like also we'd like throw in the Black Sabbath tune here and there, and you know whatever. <laughs> wow, you know I don't know if you guys ever checked out any of the stuff where uh, where Rob when, when we first got together with Fight, Rob got invited to Costa Mesa to sing with Black Sabbath because. Ronnie James Dio wouldn't open up for Ozzy. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I remember, see, I remember that happening. Well, I say I remember it. I was probably like four years old. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I read about it, but um, it was Ozfest 2004. And uh, Priest was on that tour because that was when they re reunited with Halford. And uh, so, which that, that was an incredible fucking lineup. You had. Black Sabbath reunited, Priest reunited, Slayer, Slipknot, Lamb of God, Hatebreed, all these fucking bands. Black Label Society, it, it was incredible. Wow. But there was there was one show that uh, Ozzy got real sick, and, and Halford stepped in to sing. And I saw some stuff from that when he was uh, singing NIBE and um, all these other like classic Sabbath tunes, uh, Paranoid and War Pigs and all this stuff. And he did it. He incredible fucking job. Yeah, it's it's so crazy to see him singing like Black Sabbath tunes, like and up there jamming with the Black Sabbath guys. It's super cool. It's crazy to see that they're doing a fiftieth anniversary tour. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. I, I keep waiting for the fight reunion tour. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not the only one. If you get on Blabbermouth, there's a few people in the comment sections that want it. So yeah, 
Well, I know I keep my fingers crossed. I'm like, come on, Rob. At <laughs> least let's at least let's do a, a couple shows. Yeah. Let, let me get Brian out of his house. <laughs> hey, I'm all for it. I would love to see a fight tour, another album, something. And that's everybody keeps shitting on the the new Priest lineup because they're oh, there's no Glenn, there's no KK, blah blah blah. You might as well call it Fight or Halford and whatever. Right. To me, I think it's still Priest. Um, I think Richie is a phenomenal guitar player, and I think he's doing his justice of filling in for KK. Um, it really sucks with Glenn's condition. You know, Parkinson's really took a toll on him, and he can't really play no more. But I thought when Andy stepped up and played, he did well. So the Firepower tour was fucking great. Yeah, the fire. I mean, the firepower. To, the the album was the best thing they'd done in probably thirty years. Yeah, it was a really good album. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's. I mean, if if you say you love heavy metal and you don't like Judas Priest Fire album, I'm sorry, you don't like heavy metal. <laughs> it's as simple as that. That's Park- right. Parkinson's is a motherfucker in this industry right now, man. It's. <laughs> Yeah, it's fucking up Glenn, Ozzy. I'm sure there's more people out there that just can't play or perform or whatever. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, getting old is rough for all of us. Right. Yeah. You know? Right. It's, it's just, just part of the gig. But now we're going to have... A, um, did you hear about K.K. Downing starting his own band? No. It's called uh, KK's Priest. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's KK, um, Ripper, Owen singing, and then uh, Les Binks, who was the former Priest drummer. And then I can't remember who they got playing bass and guitar. It's a couple guys from, I think they're from a band that KK produced when he first retired. But... They play the show together. It doesn't sound bad. I mean, they they played some deep cuts. I mean, KK he still jams. Ripper sounds phenomenal. Les is still, you know, kicking ass on drums. Well, that's cool. So, I mean, I'm I'm down to see it, but it it kind of seems like it's a uh, we need a paycheck type thing. So, I could well, be wrong. Yeah, I mean. If if you love making music, I mean, you'll keep making music. Yeah. You know, you'll find a way. So, um, so, what would you say was your favorite, your favorite tour during the fight years, or your or your most memorable tour? Well, I mean, I would have to say the Metallica, just because. I mean, even though it was just the weekend shows, uh, you know, that was a huge stage, a sea of people, and it was just a good time. But, you know, uh, when we toured with Anthrax, it was cool. Uh, You know, the Voivod guys. I mean, I think we, we were also with Death Angel. Like, I mean, there was a bunch of... You know, anybody we played with, we enjoyed. Yeah. 
And when you guys played with uh, Anthrax, was that John Bush singing or Joey? It was John Bush. Okay. It, that's that's my favorite Anthrax singer. Nothing against Joey. I love Joey, but John Bush has just got that raw, fucking, really thrash sound. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I like both of them. Well, I, I do, too. But if I had to pick one, I mean... It's it's one of those things where it's like saying pick your least favorite Pantera album. It's really hard to do, but if I had to do it, you know, I could probably well, narrow it down. Well, I was gonna say, what would it be? Yeah, with me. Okay, I'll, I'll, if we're choosing Pantera albums, and I'm not including the ones they did with uh, uh, the singer before Phil. What was his name? Terry Terry Blaze. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that don't count. Yeah. <laughs> If I had to choose my least favorite and everybody gives me shit for it, that's, that's why I want to hear it. Yep. It's, it's, it's far beyond driven. Boo. What? I'm sorry. Oh my God, dude. You're smoking dynamite. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're smoking dynamite. How dare you? Oh, man. I, he does this to I, me all I, the time. I like, no, I like that album, but there's just some songs on there that I'm just, I can skip over. So yeah. that's why that's why I say it's my least favorite because all the other ones play front to back. Yeah, I don't skip over. My my all time favorite is uh, Great Southern Trendkill. So that's yeah. just me. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's uh, like for anything, you know, it's it's music. You know, I I enjoy it all. I listen to all kinds of stuff. You know, some of it I like more than others, but. You know, it, usually if it's it's it has a decent sound to it and whatnot, I you know I'll listen to it. Do you, I mean? Do you have a like? What would your your top bands be that you're? Do you have Spotify or anything like that? Uh, no, I I have uh, I have Amazon Music. Okay, I mean, what what would your your top bands be that you play on Amazon or whatever? Oh man, it, it they wouldn't be good for a metal show. Oh no, it's fine. Yeah, we uh, like the eclectic, you know, music palette. You know, like like me working and uh, at home for my dog because mm-hmm. uh, you know I live alone with my dog, and so I like to try to keep her chill. Uh, we both listen to like a lot of Zero Seven, uh, Fanagram. Like Portis had more more chill stuff, right? You know, but like I would say, like my my top bands uh, would probably be like Faith No More, Skinny Puppy, uh, Slayer, uh, Pantera, and let me let me see a fifth one, uh, Fight. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. Yep. I mean, those, those fight albums are great. So, so any listener out there that's never listened to fight, you're gonna fucking do it. Yeah, do it right now. <laughs> War of words. Yeah, check check it out. It, it's fucking incredible. If you can, if you can find it, it's on Spotify. So oh, there you go. We got <laughs> there you there. You go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you're making probably 0.2 cents off of each play from Spotify, but you know. You know what? <laughs> you know, this past record day, 
did you see that they like re-released the fight uh the first fight album on vinyl i did really? i did really? yeah, yeah. You, i saw it uh on your instagram you you posted it yeah uh, that was cool man yeah I, I i called them up i was like hey where's my copy at fuckers <laughs> <laughs> and they sent me two of them so it was cool right on it looks great too yeah you know what's I don't know if you know this, but um, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and uh, Jamie Jossa, he's one of my favorite people on the fucking planet. <laughs> um, I don't know him personally, but uh, I love I love Hate Breed, and I love, I love Jamie as a person. And he's had so many people on his show. He's, he's up to over 500 episodes on his podcast. And there are so many people that talk about that fight album. You got Jamie, uh, D. Snyder, um, the the singer from Queen Trey, not not Jeff Tate, the the other guy, Todd Todd Latour, I think is his name. Really, that's super cool. They talk about that fight album and how much they they love that album. That is so cool. Because that's super cool. Um, D. Snyder, uh, actually, he, uh, sorry, I'm sorry. No, uh, no, D. go ahead. Um, D. Snyder, uh, did a, a solo album where Jamie Josta, he wrote most of the music and had D. sing on it. And on his show, they, Josta told D, he said, this is your, your fight album. What? Yeah. That's awesome. So. That's so cool. You remember what episode that was? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> it, it's it's one of the five hundred. Yeah, 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 check it out. Whatever had D on there, so yeah. he had him on there like six times. So yeah, they, pick and choose. Yeah. yeah, that's that's really cool. You know, uh, you know, I I really haven't even listened to that many podcasts before, so. I'm kind of the new to the whole podcast thing, even though I own an iPhone. Right. <laughs> yeah, Jamie's is called um, the Josta Show. Yeah, just the Josta Show, but he he does a phenomenal job. He's <laughs> he's got everybody on. Uh, you know, they, they're talking about their favorite tours and you know basically what we're doing. But you know, he's got these little his little things he does, like yours is ours is, and. I was telling, you know, uh, the Hellion the other day, I was like, man, I got one of yours is ours is, uh, mortal sin kind of sounds like, uh, we die young by Alice in Chains, the, the riff sort of to me. Oh yeah. Yeah. I could hear that. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we got to, uh, spend a 4th of July up at Jerry Cantrell's house back when we were on tour. <laughs> man. He, he came, he came to the to our show uh, when we played Seattle and we had the next day off, which it was the 4th of July. And he invited uh, me and Brian and we went up to his house and we spent the 4th of July up there and had a big paintball war in his backyard up on the mountain in in the woods, man, I got so many fucking bruises on me (laughs) and welts from getting hit with paintballs up there. It was crazy. (laughs) Never played paintball since then. Man, how about, about when was that? 
you uh, that I mean that would have been like '93. It was when they were in the studio doing the last album with Lane because we went in the studio and uh, got to hear some of the tracks, and they were saying that Lane just kind of shows up whenever he wanted, whatever time of night to to do vocal tracks. Right. So so whatever that last Allison Chains album was that uh, that that was with Lane. I can't remember which one it was. I can't. I the can't the, the three-legged dog that. one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yep. Whatever it was. was on it. I can't remember the name of the album. But I... Yeah, crazy. Crazy, crazy. Another good band. I'm glad they're back doing stuff. And and it, and they sound great. Because I, yeah. think, I think Will is doing a great job. Um, the albums he's done with the band have been really good. So... it's another thing i kind of get tired of people shitting on them saying oh it's not lane it's not alice in chains but oh it really sounds great they need to understand that without jerry there is no alice in chains right i mean he's he's, he's, yeah he's saying half the vocals anyways yeah you take away his vocals and his riffs and then what you left with yeah yeah I, i i agree i agree yeah, I certainly understand that Lane was an important piece to it. He's a recognizable voice. People are like, oh shit, that's Lane, yeah. But I think people, again, just try to pigeonhole a band if it's not the same recipe that they're used to. Well, I mean, I mean, there ain't yeah. nothing you can do about it if the singer's gone. I mean, what do you expect? Right. You, know, yeah. you, you expect an artist to quit making music because of that? It happens a lot. I mean, uh, I mean, at the- least at least they got somebody that like mixed well with their original sound right yeah Yeah. i mean yeah i mean like when slayer when uh jeff hammond died like were they just supposed to stop right you know and i i thought gary did a phenomenal job filling in i mean i i love exodus so i felt like gary was the right choice oh yeah yeah gary did an excellent job (laughs) i i could i couldn't believe that he was doing double duty on on the one tour, you know, playing with Exodus and then playing with Slayer in the same night. That was crazy. Yeah, That's insane. That wore me out just reading that. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's it's insane. I, I I couldn't imagine just doing the Slayer set, let alone a set before that. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, Exodus, like, their later stuff is, man, it's... It's fucking. It's close to being Slayer, right? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's Slayer with Zetro singing on it. So, <laughs> it, yeah, it's incredible. So, good for Gary to do it. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. His now whole that's, al- now that's metal. Yeah. yeah. So his whole attitude was a perfect fit. I mean, he wears the shirt "Kill the Kardashians" on stage, and you know, I think it was a good fit for the. The band Slayer. So, I, I agree too. He did a he did a really good job. Uh, you know, uh, uh, taking over for Jeff for sure. Yeah, and I'm I'm pretty bummed I never got to Saul to or see Saul. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ, see Saul. <laughs> yeah, never got to see Slayer with Jeff. So, but oh uh, yeah, that's that's one you missed. 
Man, it's it sucks. There's being. so many. It, it <laughs> sucks. I was just saying, you know? yeah, there's yeah, there's tons about... of tons of tours. I wish I would have been able to catch. We're about thirty, so it's like we're getting old now, sort of, but we've also missed out on some good stuff in the nineties because we were too young. Right. You yeah. Know? I mean, that's why it would be cool, you know, if Rob did you know, do a few more fight shows just because a lot of people did miss us, you know, and never even got a chance to see us or heard of us back then. Right. And now with the internet, I mean, people look at bands and then they go explore um, other members' projects. So fight is way more accessible, I I feel like. Yeah. You know, and back then, dude, like like video quality sucked. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> like all the shit that I videotaped back then looks like garbage and yeah. sounds like garbage. Yeah. <laughs> My camera sucked. <laughs> did you uh did you supply Pantera any any footage for their home videos? No. Camera? No, no, I didn't. I still have like a copy of them playing the sports arena here in Toledo. Mm-hmm. Back in like 93, 94, like I got the whole show from like right in front of the stage. And uh, Phil even pulled me up on stage at one point and I filmed uh, the whole crowd. And yeah, it's a really killer copy. Like, I'd like to, I need to get it to him just so he has it for whatever, you know? Right. Um, I'm sure you've heard uh, Dimebag's. Um girlfriend um rita recently just yeah rita she just gave her blessing for a, a pantera reunion tour with rex and um zach wild and i don't know who they said would play drums you remember i don't know i don't i don't remember that but um what what are your thoughts on that do you think well i was now, now it's kind of too late i mean i know Vinny was like adamantly no we'll never do it because right there was still kind of the grudge there even though you know well, but, I was pissed that I missed the the Pantera the Pantera fucking uh, set that Phil did on the Slayer tour. I missed it. I was bummed I missed that. Oh man, I heard I saw some videos um, from the the last show they did out in I think it was in Vegas or wherever, and he sounded phenomenal. Like I think he's finally he's sober. He's cleaned up his shit and the band sounded great he sounded great so i i'm i'm bummed i missed it so you're not you're not the only one man yeah sobriety helps yeah phil just did um we'll grind that axe yeah with with the illegals in japan for the first time ever yeah Sounded great. I mean, it was just like cell phone video, but I mean, you could still tell his voice was there. Yeah. I don't know how Rob put up with me back back when fight was together because I was a pretty big train wreck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and And Rob had already been sober for a few years when when he put fight together. And yeah, I was a train wreck. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, like when we flew from Japan to Australia, they made the mistake of upgrading me to first class, 
And, oh, dude, no. <laughs> I was I was dinging that buzzer fucking every two minutes. Woo! Give me another drink, ding. Give me another drink. Dude, I puked all over first class. Like, like they're landing the plane and my feet are hanging out of the bathroom. <laughs> and I'm and I'm going through going through customs in Australia covered in puke. Oh no, man. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how Rob put up with me. I'm I'm coming up on my three years of sobriety, uh, April sixth. Right on! Congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah, thanks. Uh, and it would be nice if we did a few shows just so I could enjoy him sober too. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. but you you never know. You know, crazier things have happened. You never know. We we might do a show some some. You know, sometime down the road, hopefully before all of us get too old. But I mean, look at the Stones; they're out on tour, right? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's Ag- again. <laughs> Are they sober? I don't know. I don't even know I, if they're I, sober, I man. I don't know if they're sober, but <laughs> they gotta be ninety. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you saw um, Metallica had to cancel some of their uh, their festival stops. Uh, for um, for Headfield's, um, he had his mandatory sobriety weekends or something like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So they had to cancel uh, Sonic Temple in Columbus, and they were supposed to play uh, Friday and Sunday at that. Oh wow. Uh, that show, yeah. So uh, you know, a lot of people are angry, <laughs> and uh, you know, others are kind of like, well, I mean, it's his sobriety, it's his health. It's. I mean. Let you go. gotta, yeah, you gotta take care of yourself. You know, I mean, there's only so much you can do. Right. I support yeah. him getting healthy. It's it's one thing for him to to cancel for sobriety or to cancel because he's like, nah, it it falls on this day and fuck you guys. You know. Oh, so, they did. They didn't know that before they booked it. Well, they they the lineup came out like months ago. Metallica was headlining all the major U.S. festivals. So you got Sonic Temple, Louder Than Life, Rocklahoma, Welcome to uh, Rockville, Welcome to Rockville, and Wow, Louder Than Life. I already said Louder Than Life. Something else. I can't remember the other one. But anyway, oh, and they were headlining all of them, huh? Yeah. They were headlining crazy both nights. They were headlining on Friday and Sunday yeah, on every show. Crazy. Yeah. So I mean, you pay a weekend ticket. And you get to see Metallica twice. So right. you're paying like 200 bucks to see Metallica twice. One of the best deals you'll ever fucking get. Yeah, especially these days. And because um, <clears throat> the last time I saw Metallica, it was it was last year in Cincinnati. And uh, it was cold as fuck. <laughs> God damn it. Was, we had the Arctic glass hit Ohio. We had it was like minus 40. It was so fucking cold, What's like st- standing outside waiting to get in, inside the venue. But it was worth every goddamn minute because they were they were phenomenal. They were killer live. They sounded great. They pulled out some deep cuts. They played Phantom Lord live. I when the fuck did they ever play Phantom Lord? Live? I don't even know if they played that during Kill 'Em All. So <laughs> it, it was great to see them. I, actually, I think the show that they played it was on. Um, it was Cliff Burton's dad. It was his birthday. I think wow. he just I think he just turned like ninety two or some shit. 
He he just passed away a couple about a month or two ago. Oh wow! So crazy. Oh yeah, I saw that. But uh, mm. yeah, Metallica was phenomenal. You know, I keep they keep saying, you know, Metallica did that festival up on Bell Isle up in Michigan, on the island up there. Mm-hmm. And they, they keep saying that they were going to, like, do it again or make, like, like a thing out of it because uh, they had, like, all the different areas set up by each band member. Like, Hetfield had, like, all of his, all of his cars and motorcycles out there that you could look at. Uh, Kurt Hammett had, like, all of his horror movie stuff, even had, like, some actors and actresses, like, signing photographs there. I mean, they had all kinds of cool shit up there. They should do that, um, like the summer sanitarium, but like make one stop, like the with like a museum of each band members. Oh thing. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Because be I mean, there was a lot of cool shit there to check out. All kinds of cool shit. Kirk Hammett's got his his horror collection is so insane. <laughs> And he's yes. got some deep cuts on some fucking horror. <laughs> and I'm I'm a huge horror fan. I I love the old, the old seventies, the cheesy fucking shit that would not survive <laughs> being released today. I love that shit. And so yeah. does man. It's fucking great. I thought he was writing a, a horror movie. He was supposed. I thought he was doing something with Slash. Or maybe Slash did his own thing or something like that. I This is just based off of shit I've read on the internet. So. <laughs> do, you, do you guys ever like check out any of the like Days of the Dead conventions around there? I know like sometimes they do it down in Louisville and like Indianapolis. Any of those? I've never been. Uh, we got, um, there's a horror, gone? Horror, horror hound, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Comes to Cincinnati. Uh, one year I wanted to go because uh, Bruce Campbell was out there, but I, <laughs> nice. I, I heard he was charging like seventy five bucks for a picture, and I was like, "Yeah, fuck that." <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, they kill you at those. Yeah, I'm like, I, I like Bruce, but I don't like him that much. <laughs> yeah, I went to the one, and Clive Barker was there, which was really cool. Oh man, really? Yeah. He he was there, and then like all the. All the people that played all the Cenobites from Hellraiser were there. Uh, yeah, there was a bunch of people there. It was super cool. He had a bunch of his artwork for sale. Damn. Fucking Hellraiser! Hellraiser is such a classic. It, yeah. The one thing, the one, thing, the thing that gets me, that makes me laugh every time I watch Hellraiser, is when uh, the woman's like putting the cube together or whatever. And the Hellraiser's like watching her. He's like, no, don't do that. <laughs> I fucking laugh every time. I'm like, dude, you couldn't do anything better than that. Come on, man. <laughs> it's it's so it's so cheesy, but it's so good. Yeah, that's that's a classic for sure. That's one of my one of my all-time favorites is the Hellraisers, the early ones. Yeah. So like you you like um, horror movies, obviously, but do you go check out like haunted attractions locally? Or you know, anyway. uh, like here and there, not not real big. I you know, like I was talking about the Days of the Dead, I I do those a lot because uh, 
some of my dudes help run it. So I'll, I'll go and judge the tattoo contest there mm-hmm. and, and hang out and whatnot. That's but, cool. uh, yeah, I, I mean, I check out a couple things here locally one, around the Halloween season. Right. Have you been to um, Horror Acres? Or, no, not Horror Acres. Sorry. The Haunted Hoochie in Columbus, Pataskala? Uh-uh. Oh, man. They are good, wild good down stuff. there. It's <laughs> they, really good. Yeah. I mean, he adds a new, like, huge scene every year. He's got a, a an airplane fuselage on this farm. And they do a scene in there, and he just keeps adding to it every year. It's it's wild. The special effects are out of control. They've had several groups try to shut them down because of how graphic it is. I mean, there's a suicide. Oh, yeah. The first thing you see is a suicide right in the beginning. It's uh, and it's, it blows his fucking brains out with a gun. Yeah, you see a shit spread out over the fucking window and shit. And you're yeah. like, oh, it's just like oh, red shit. water, you know, splashed oh. on the other side of a window. And it rolls down, so I mean, you—it's—it's—it's it's, it's fucking cool though. <laughs> but people are freaking out, like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and what's the name of that one? That is uh, the haunted hoochie. The haunted hoochie. I have to remember that. Yeah, it's or, in come, or, come Halloween or, season. Dead acres, whatever. Yeah, it's it's interchangeable. Dead acres, um, the haunted hoochie. It's in it's in Columbus. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll definitely keep an eye out for it. We'll we'll have to road trip down there to check it out. Yeah, it's a good time. <laughs> I want to well, meet up with JJ and get tattoos and talk fight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we have to come visit your shop, man. We. Do you, oh, do you, I'm always here. Yeah. Do you still have any of the fight like merch or anything? Or. Uh. <laughs> you got a no, closet but... t-shirts <laughs> we can buy. <laughs> you know, actually, I I just printed up like a couple new ones just oh, for the hell of it boom oh well we're interested if you they're, they're they're real <laughs> yeah it's real limited but i mean I'll, I'll hook you guys up oh man it's on because they're not i'm not even i'm not selling them or nothing like i've made it like a couple for friends and whatnot oh man we'll pay for them we don't care no, no. <laughs> wait we'll pay, we'll pay for the shipping whatever you want dude We'll hook it up. You can autograph it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make it out to us. <laughs> your, your podcast fucking rules. <laughs> you got the best podcast ever, man. <laughs> so, um, so I want to talk about your background vocals. Okay. On fight. So was that was that something Halford talked about? when the whole fight thing came about or did it just, when you guys started writing, you just started doing it and they're like, Oh, holy shit. That sounds good. We'll keep it. Uh, we were, we recorded the first album in Amsterdam and, uh, just to throw that out there. Oh, I guess, yeah. guess who was in the studio, the same studio as us. Kaja Gugu. Oh, now, I don't know if you know who that is. The too shy to shy dude. Oh yeah, 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 okay. yeah. yeah. yeah I got he him. was there. Uh, talks about a goofball. <laughs> but well, anyway, so we were recording the album, and Rob was like, "Hey, you know, I want you to sing this part, you know." And I'm like, "All right." And then he he would be like, "Hey, I want you to sing this part too." And I was like, "All right, cool," you know. And and you know, it just kept 
kept going where he would want me to like sing you know some of the stuff on it which i thought was cool i really wasn't planning on it it just kind of happened that way so in cyanide were, were you doing were you also singing or i mean did, uh, how did rob know that you had a voice yeah yeah you know i would sing like some stuff you know here and there I, you know, I don't remember. That's kind of a blur. So <laughs> I think I sang some of the backup stuff in Cyanide. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I have to, I have to, is Cyanide on YouTube or anything? Do you know? We'll have to check uh, it out. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I, I think, I think somebody posted some of it. I don't know. Yeah, because some of your your background vocals on fight, like the song that always sticks with me is Contortion. So, which is you got a you got a huge part in that. Yeah, yeah. Which is one of the one of the best songs on the whole album. That that opening riff, I crank that motherfucker up every time I hear it. So, yeah, that's, that had a cool groove, definitely. Yeah, you know. It's crazy that uh, uh, I met this dude online, this dude, Mike, that I'm now friends with, that does a fight tribute out in L.A. Whoa. And, yeah. And uh, I actually went out and played a couple tunes with him the last show they did, which was cool. Yeah. And, uh, but, yeah, like having a fight tribute band i was like holy shit i would have never thought i would have seen the day that there'd be a, a fight tribute that's how you know you've made it man you, you Matt, put out see, something i was like you know like, what i finally made it yeah <laughs> and that's exactly how we feel right now having you on the show <laughs> like we we feel like all right we got jj fucking brown on this this is awesome <laughs> Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. This is fucking great. I really appreciate that. I appreciate you guys having me on, you know, talking some metal. It's super cool. So, Let's see what you got going on now. So, so what do you got going on now as far musically? I, I know you got the tattoo shop and everything. And um, just the, is it just the Beastie Boys thing or? And the White Zombie the White covered Zombie thing or? You got anything else going on? Uh, you know, I'll have to send you guys some of like the vent stuff that I did with Brian, like back in early like 2000. And we actually did uh, some other stuff that was called GPS, Glass Pipe Suicide. And uh, and there's a there's actually a video on YouTube. I, I know it's on on my channel. The, the few the few videos that are on there uh we we shot a video for uh, a song called drink and drive and we actually did a 12-step video on how to drink and drive oh my gosh <laughs> and and i even i even made up shirts back then that said uh you know how they had the mad mothers against drunk drivers yeah yeah I made up some damn shirts that was drunks against mad mothers. 
Uh, but now that I'm sober, I don't so much push that stuff. Because, yeah. yeah, but it's still like the drink and drive video is really fucking funny. Like we were driving around drinking in a Hummer like all night filming, me and Brian. <laughs> and it, and it's a really cool tune also, you know. But I'll send you guys some of the vent stuff, which was super cool. That was with uh, Tim Radswell was playing drums. His son, Joey, is uh, playing guitar for Sacred Reich now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Joey Radswell. But yeah, Tim played drums on the vent stuff along with uh, our buddy Don, who was also from up in Minnesota. And that was some really cool shit that we did like way back when. How that never got signed, I don't know, because that was some really cool shit. But I think I think I want to put like a website together with a bunch of just like shit that I, I never released and just leave it out there. So if people want to check it out, they can. Please do. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, because I got a bunch of solo shit that because I've had a recording studio in my house for probably a good 20 years and have done a bunch of stuff by myself. So. Yeah, there's a bunch of different shit that I've done that, you know, if people want to check it out, they can, and you know, maybe, maybe, maybe they'll like some of it. Who knows? I'm most definitely interested. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Um, so you and Brian are still still real close. Well, Brian kind of disappeared for for a few years. Uh like he just didn't he he has no social media like presence at all online mm. like like he he don't do any of that and like i i left him messages and text him and like i hadn't heard from him in at least 4 years and then recently he just texted me like like in the past few months, like I text him, I was like, Hey, you know, like Merry Christmas or something. I think it was Merry Christmas. And he texted me back and I was like, Holy shit. Like he's alive. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I would, dude, I would love to get back doing music with him. He is so freaking talented. Like it's, it's unbelievable. The, 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 the writing that he does is insane. Yeah. So, Out of the guys in fight, I mean, besides Brian, uh, like, when's the last time you've actually had, like, a an interaction with, with the rest of the guys, whether it be Russ or Mark, Scott, Rob, whoever? Uh, I talked to Scott, and uh, I talked to Scott the last priest tour when they were up in Detroit. I took my nephew to, and I talked to him then, and... Uh, it's been a little while for Rob and then Russ, I seen not too long ago, you know, doing the shows with the steel Panther guys and Mark. Uh, I haven't talked to him in a while, but like I'll message him here and there and he'll say, what's up. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I think he's out doing like, like a bunch of shit for monster energy. I think like, oh, okay. I, I think he is. Like the l- last time I talked to him, I think he was out 
like doing some stuff for their some of their tours or whatever, something like that. Okay. Yeah. Scott Scott is a phenomenal drummer. I I think he's the most underrated drummer in all of metal. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> I, it's, I, yeah, it's so crazy it, watching him play. Like. Like when he plays, it doesn't even look like he's trying to play. He just like does it. It's it's crazy. Yeah. So, I'm I'm a, I'm biased as fuck when it when it comes to priest. I always throw a priest guy up there. But no 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 no. This guy's number one. You know, Halford's the best singer. <laughs> Glenn Tipton's the best guitar player. You know, you're you're fucking wrong. So, <laughs> I, I'm one of those guys. But I, I truly do believe that Scott is the most underrated drummer because i mean he he gets a lot of credit for painkiller but that's about and and that's not dissing painkiller painkiller is phenomenal i mean to me and i've i've said this plenty of times on the show and i've said it to a lot of people i think painkiller is the most complete metal album of all time and i will fight that to the day i die yeah, that's a good album for sure. I but, I agree. But like every whenever people talk about Priest, it's always oh yeah, Painkiller. I'm like, man, they got way they got a lot of better shit than just Painkiller. So oh yeah. But I I think he's he's an incredible drummer. So Pope Pope's a drummer. Yeah, that's 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 exaggerating. <laughs> I uh, I used to play a little bit. I never got anywhere, but you know, I just play in the basement and I just put the put my earphones in and you know listen to the song, try to play along to it. I wasn't too bad, but he's pretty fucking good. Don't let him. (laughs) All right, those are the guys that are usually good. The ones that say they're not good are the usually the the good ones. (laughs) It's it's the guy that goes, "Yeah, I'm badass." You got to watch out for. Yeah. No, I never say that. I'm putting I'm putting Pogue on the spot right now. Who who are your drum influences? Vinnie Paul, uh, nice. Chris Adler, um, fuck man, Lars. Uh, I grew up on Lars. I can't, I can't help it, man. <laughs> um, no, don't be like that. Uh, Lars is great. I know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> don't be a his, don't be a blabbermouth bitch. <laughs> You're good. Oh, well, I grew up on. I remember the first Metallica album I got attached to was uh, Master of Puppets. And I was in like 97, so it had already been out since what 86, yeah. So, or 84. wasn't doing too bad for fucking seven years old. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's would you say five? I just, just said there, top, yeah. whatever. Yeah, I like I like groovy shit, man. Uh, so Vinnie Paul is up there for me. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's killer. <clears throat> Right on. I mean, I know you talked about Gene being your your top bass influence. Do you have any others that you really like? Uh, I don't know. Uh, let me see. Other bass players that I like, or or guitar players, whoever. Or guitar players. Yeah. You know, you know, I like I like a lot of the classical stuff. You know, like. Hendrix, you know, Led Zeppelin, like any of those old school guys are killer, you know. 
Mm-hmm. Um, can you can you can you hear those jackals in the background? I can't. It's yeah, okay. It's, it's a little. It's all right. It's okay. They're laughing at us. It's all good. <laughs> it's a laugh track for yeah. us. No problem, man. Yeah. We got an audience. <laughs> See, I, I can barely hear them because I've got headphones in, so oh. Oh, no, I, I, I couldn't tell if... I figured if I could hear them with headphones, you guys can probably hear them. <laughs> yeah, we can. It's that, fine, though. It's no okay. big deal. <sighs> See, but yeah, so, so if anybody wants to come up to the shop, it's permanently scarred, perfectly pierced up in Ohio, Toledo. But now we're kind of switching over. It's gonna it's called permanent skin artistry now, but online it's still still permanently scarred, perfectly pierced. So if y'all want to check it out, you can. And uh, I guess the last thing we got for you, and time to put you on the spot, is your uh, your top five albums. Top five albums. Okay, let's see any, here. Any genre, doesn't yeah, matter. You don't, you don't even have to put them in order. So. Okay, so my first one is Skinny Puppy, Cleanse, Fold, and Manipulate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kiss, Double Platinum. Uh, let's see. Fuck, I got to name two more? Holy shit. Uh you got three more. Yeah, you got actually. three, man. Oh shit! Really, man? I, I threw an extra finger in there somewhere. Okay, so oh man, fuck. Uh, Slayer, South of Heaven. Uh, yeah. Oh, let's go with uh. In your face. <laughs> Metallica's. Ride the lightning, maybe. Uh, Good choice. And one more. Let's see. Uh, the first Faith No More album. Nice. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I like Mike Patton. Mike Patton's an awesome vocalist. He, he's fucking incredible. And I, I'm not even. I'm not a big Faith No More fan. Um, like I respect them musically, but Mike Patton—he's fucking phenomenal. He's really good. So, yeah, I love the Mister Bungle stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, if I had to choose my top five, um, Painkiller is definitely number one for me. Uh, White Zombie, Devil's Music, um, Kill Switch Engage, Live or Just Breathing—that album changed my fucking life. Then I got Slayer, um, Show No Mercy, and Five, fuck me, <laughs> probably Black Sabbath, Master of Reality. Oh, nice. That's a good one. So, that's that's an incredible album. That's that's my top five. So, that's a good one. Let, let Pogue look up his on Spotify. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, I feel like yeah. Come on, let's hear it. I, I feel like I had a list already, but uh, I'm gonna say my first is uh, Pantera's "Vulgar Display of Power." Nice. Um, obviously, I know everyone knows "Walk." That's uh, I think fucking every, hostile. Yeah, fucking hostile. Mouth for War. Uh, 
all that shit. Crazy. By, by demons be driven. That's yeah. Um, shit. <laughs> I had a whole damn list because I think I think we've done we've done this before, right? We ask almost everybody. Yeah, you uh, get put on the spot. You can't right, fucking yeah. think of nothing, man. Yep, exactly. Yep, because you were yeah. doing it, and I was like, he's going to ask me. I know it. This fucking guy. <laughs> um, let's see. Lamb of Gods. Uh, uh, oh, the fuck? Ashes. Ashes, yeah. Ashes oh, the... that's sick. Yeah. yeah. Killer album. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say Metallica's Master of Puppets. Um, uh that, what's that damn song? Um, that one. That was a good yeah, one. Yeah, that one. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's that. No, the um, back of the front. Oh, fucking, uh, disposable heroes. Disposable heroes. My yeah. fucking favorite song on that album. Um. Damn it, man. Damn you. Um, I like Throwdown's Deathless. I can listen to that front to back. Uh, a lot of people give them shit because it, it's kind of a sidestep from their hardcore straight edge, and they went a little bit more metal and groove. It sounds a lot like Pantera. Yeah, I actually yeah. just listened to that uh, today. When... Who is that? It's uh, Throwdown. The album's called Deathless. Oh, yeah? I'll have to yeah. check that out. Yeah. And uh, one more. Shit. Oh, uh, Fit for an Autopsy's... Uh... Absolute hell, absolute hope, absolute hell. Um, I don't know if you've heard of them, but they're a uh, deathcore band. Uh-uh. And that, that that album really got me into deathcore. And it came out what five years ago? Yeah, yeah, two thousand fifteen. Yeah, so I've I've been heavy into deathcore lately. Bands like uh, Thy Art Is Murder and uh, White Chapel. White Chapel, yeah. Um, Corn Effects. So yeah, I have to check some of those out. Well, I think that's all we got, man. So yeah, we really appreciate you coming on the show, JJ. Definitely. Again, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it, uh, fellow Ohioans. Yes, sir. <laughs> that's right. Um, since you're up north, northern Ohio, you don't you don't root for that team up north, do you? You know what, dude? I don't I don't do any sports. <laughs> See? That, that's a good answer. <laughs> no sports, no religion. And no government. Oh, man. Damn it, man. All right, we're going to have this guy on the show again. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll have you come back because uh, I know you just followed me. But, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of my stick. He's the metal, and I'm the militia part. And, obviously, I'm anti-all-things government. So, yeah, we'll, we'll have you back on. We can talk about that for sure. We can go on another hour and a half. <laughs> Well, I, I appreciate you guys' time. I hope you guys stay warm down there in southern Ohio. Oh, yeah, oh, for yeah, sure, for man. Yeah. We're bundling up down here. Yeah, Spring's right around both. the corner. Yeah, before, that's, what I, that's what I keep telling myself. <laughs> Just a little bit longer. So we're, uh, we'll definitely try to come up uh, to see you guys in the white zombie thing uh, for sure. Um, yeah, let me know if you let me know if you guys do. So I love May thirtieth. We're there. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, thank you for your time. Uh, We appreciate the stories. Those are fucking incredible stories. So, um, we hope everybody listening enjoyed it. So, 
Thank you again, right. man. We appreciate right. it. Right on. You guys have a great evening. All right, you Cheers, too. Thanks. thanks. All right, bye. All right, bye. bye.